Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness Podcast. I'm Amy Fox, along with Drs. Jared and Dr. Evan from Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria. And uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about pregnancy. I mean, sometimes Chris Valentine jumps on this with you, and I thought, you know, I've been this through this a few times. Maybe I should be the one to chat with you about having children and carrying children. <laughs> yeah, I've last done week that a we few talked times. about, or last podcast, we talked about... Um, infertility mm-hmm. and how just uh, kind of an epidemic that is in our culture and I'm one out of eight families struggle to even conceive a child but once you conceive a child carrying that child through a full-term pregnancy can be extremely difficult as well especially if your body is not functioning to the best of its possible ability so that's what we want to focus on today is how can we uh, what what things can we do in our lifestyle in order to make sure that pregnancy can be safe, that it can be uh, an amazing experience for the entire family, and that the baby can come into this world 100% healthy? It's weird because um, my oldest daughter is 15, and I did not know I was pregnant yet, and I was having back pain so bad. It was the very first time I ever went to a chiropractor. I was like, I don't know what happened. I didn't injure myself. I had no idea. And so then um, that ended up being something that I continued to do with all of my children was get chiropractic care during pregnancy. And it was amazing. And I don't think I even realized why. It just I just know that it hurt. My body hurt. And it hurt less when I went and got an adjustment. So why do you, first of all, recommend that women come in um, if they are pregnant? So there's a couple different reasons when you're talking about that, Amy, is is one is obviously the pain, right? That's one of the things that drives people is just pain and the inability to be able to do some of the things that they love to do, whether it's play with kids or their hobbies or whatever it is. So pain is definitely one of the reasons that we do see, you know, pregnant women in the office. But even more importantly than that, it's, it's kind of the things that we've been talking about within our whole podcast. It's ultimately about getting that body to function better. So if mom functions better, if her nervous system is functioning better, then ultimately those nerves that are going to the placenta and into baby and through that uh, that baby's nervous system, everything starts to just flow from the beginning of time. And so it's just a preparation. It's a, more of a functional standpoint of how we communicate and how we talk to a lot of our pregnant moms is the better that you're, you are, the better your, your baby's going to be as well. Yeah. You know, it's kind of an overwhelming thing and it's something that a woman starts to think about immediately uh, doing better things for their body because it's for their baby. And so maybe some people don't think about that. They just go in for their regular doctor exams, but chiropractic can help support so many other functions of their body. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I don't know if your pregnancies were anything like this because you were getting adjusted, but I've talked to many, many women who, when they're talking to other women, just love to complain and basically talk about how terrible being pregnant was and how much of a burden it was on their body and how awful they felt and how nauseous they were and just that that the whole pregnancy was kind of just a time in their life that they did not enjoy. But yet when you talk to both Dr. Jared's and I, my wife and you, obviously, when you go through a pregnancy and your body is functioning at its highest level, because you're getting adjusted on a regular basis, you're putting the proper nutrients in, you're taking the right prenatal vitamins, your body has this glow to it, and you are supposed to feel very amazing. <laughs> and it's 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 kind of crazy when you look at how our culture has deemed pregnancy almost as a disease. Like, mm. 
when you actually look at some of the diagnosis codes in medical terminology, pregnancy is labeled under a disease. And it's looked upon as, oh, my gosh, you're pregnant. This isn't good. This can kill you if you don't do everything properly. And it's like, no, this is what our bodies were made and created to do. God created our bodies to be able to reproduce, to be able to carry a child, to be able to keep a small human healthy through these nine months of development. And this is what we're made and created to do. We just have to make sure that we are giving the body the proper nutrients, that we're giving the body the proper nervous system flow to the area of the body so everything can develop and can function properly. And so one of the biggest things we want to change the mindset of our patients is, okay, your body is not broken. Your body is made and created to do this. You have to have the mindset of getting out of fear and into this is what I was created to do. Yeah, I think uh, you try not to complain, or some people <laughs> like to, I guess, but um, it, every pregnancy comes with a different set of experiences and challenges. I won't say I never complained about being pregnant because they were all, all three of my children were so different throughout pregnancy. It was just really incredible um, so you can't really believe these changes are happening to you and you don't always know how to um, deal with it. But there are some things that a lot of women talk about. I had um, a lot of water retention, like my feet swelled up like Shrek if I did not drink enough water. And I know you guys are always talking about stay hydrated, drink your water and, and things like that. Um, do you ever uh, have people or did your wives ever complain of uh pregnancy brain where you just kind of had this fog and you just forgot things all the time all the that time. was that was an issue that i all had the time. And I all think, the time and a lot of that will come from whether it's hormonal changes that are taking place in the body or just your body trying to focus on something else right it yeah the growth of that, that child inside of you um, it can be also different toxins that are getting released in the body it can be um, hormonal differentials that are causing the the brain fog uh, and so there's there's definitely different steps that you can be doing to make sure that we're avoiding the the brain fog at all costs. But I, I mean, my, my wife would lose her keys and she wouldn't know where the heck she put them down or, <laughs> you know, even like, okay, I'm supposed to be going to this appointment, but I'm not exactly sure where the heck I'm supposed to be going. So there's a lot of that, that fogginess that comes in during the pregnancy and we just try to balance it the best we can, whether it's through supplementation, through hydration, and ultimately just keeping that mom as healthy as we possibly can. Yeah, you know, if there's probably any regret I have, it is not maintaining really good habits throughout pregnancy of working out and really good nutrition because you kind of feel like you have that excuse of, well, I can just treat myself. I need ice cream every day or I need this or I need that. And and your body is stronger if you just keep it going all the time instead of trying to just, you know, get through that pregnancy and then do the bounce back thing that everybody tries to do if you maintain it you're not gonna have so many repercussions after birth, right? Absolutely, and so that's where exercise comes important. Yep. A lot of women think that they you know, aren't supposed to exercise, and there are a few conditions where you know, it's probably, you know, talk with your physician and talk with your OB or your midwife or whoever you're working with to see, is it safe for you to work out? Mm -hmm. um, because there are some specific conditions out there that it's not safe for a woman to be working out during certain, you know, maybe her uterus is in a certain position or, you know, whatever, maybe your baby's in a certain position where it's not the best, um, you know, part for her to go work out. But we encourage women to be working out all the way up to the day that they obviously deliver the baby. It's going to keep their hips more mobile. It's going to keep their body in shape. It's going to keep their core, uh, you know, in better shape to be able to push when that, when that times comes 
So there's a lot of things that can take place, not to mention just when you're going through exercise, you're working on mobility of the, of the spine, you're working on mobility of your hips, and ultimately trying to get rid of some of maybe those uterine constraints that, that we see in pregnant women as they get further and further along in their pregnancies. Yeah, and all of that would help during delivery. I mean, you mm-hmm. want to be strong and, you know, in the best shape that you can to deliver a healthy baby. And uh, yeah, I had a kind of a pinched nerve on one leg for the longest time, and it was like, Maybe if I had gone in more often, that wouldn't have been a recurring issue afterwards. So how have you um, seen chiropractic really help women throughout the whole process of pregnancy specifically? But there's a couple different ways that it can really help out. And one of them is you'll actually see uh, whether it's the pain and the functionality that we talked about. But more importantly, is as baby develops, you'll see if baby's not turning pre- properly, if they're caught um, somehow in the in the placenta, if they're caught somehow in the in the uterus, and they're not able to turn. We call it the Webster technique that we perform in the office to help baby get head down, especially in uh, late term in the pregnancy, where, Bobby, where baby's head needs to be down instead of transverse or even breech. And so there's different things that naturally that we can do chiropractically versus going in and having a, an OBG manually you know, rank it on your baby, trying yeah. to turn it upside down. And I mean, there's a time and a place that maybe that might be needed, but there are some natural ways that we can actually get, you know, a uh, baby to turn and go and go head down uh, before that 36 to 37 weeks where baby needs to be head down. Because yeah. obviously the longer we wait to get baby to turn, if, especially if they're breech, the harder it is actually for baby to turn in there because there's not enough space and there's not enough room. So that's where those those intrauterine constraints and things can really have a, a, a challenge on how that placenta is, is sitting. Um, if you think about if there's a constraint on one side of the woman's um, you know, broad ligament and round ligaments down in the, lo- in the lower pelvis, it'll literally pull on that uterus and on that placenta. If you think about almost like a water balloon, for example, if you pull on one side of the water balloon, it kind of shrinks down or tightens down the other side of the water balloon or causes some, some tension in that area. And then if we had something inside it and we tried to turn it and we tried to turn it upside down, it wouldn't turn as easy if, mm-hmm. if that tension was off that water balloon. So if you can have that water balloon be nice and full and plump and pliable and, and malleable, well, now we can actually turn, it can stretch where it needs to, and baby can get head down as, as quickly as can. So that's one of the major things that we see with um, with pregnancy and chiropractic is not just helping mom feel better, function better, but ultimately help baby get into a, a good, safe position to be delivered uh, uh, during that, uh, that, that later pregnancy. Yeah, I've never experienced that, but I've heard horror stories of people who have had to have their baby manually manipulated like mm-hmm. you said and uh from what i hear it was not pleasant at all <laughs> um my first child was sunny side up which i didn't even know was a thing either so luckily didn't have to have a cesarean i know there's a lot of you know reasons that that is necessary but it seemed like when i had my natural births i bounced back faster i didn't have the restriction of what i could you know lift or anything else so i really wanted to avoid having to have that but that's a whole, I don't know if that's a chiropractic thing or not, but um, there are a lot of reasons I'm sure people have to do that. And families are different, right? I mean, yeah. you have moms and dads that are totally on the natural path and they're, mm-hmm. they have a lot of faith in what they're doing and they're not scared to have home births, which we are for. I mean, we, we tell people to have home births all the time and it's just a great idea. Mm-hmm. You don't have the stress of the hospital, nurses coming in and out, bells dinging, hooked up to different wires and, and, and everything going on. There's no monitors. It's just a natural birth like obviously like god designed it to be it's like you your spouse maybe a midwife that's there and just the peace of your home and the comfort of your home to be able to deliver this child into 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 your life and it's it's just an amazing blessing if you can experience that with all all the other stuff kind of going on or all the other chaos
chaos that happens because a lot of times when we have that extra stress even in hospital right in the calmest positions if we're hooked up to different things or monitors or whatever it is you see baby's heart rate drop or um, some bells or whistles go off and not saying that those things are bad or not but at the same time it causes stress on mom which can literally alter her contractions and so the more stress that mom's under the the longer and longer that labor is actually going to be because your body is not going to deliver when you're under stress you need to be relaxed you need to be out of that sympathetic state you need to be more of a parasympathetic state in one with your body and just knowing what the body is going to do and trusting your body during that process and during that time so that's we just try to encourage our moms give them affirmations to do to give them maybe uh, um, uh, birth prayers that they can be saying over themselves. Those are all just great things that you can be working into that mother as she prepares her brain and as she prepares her mind for that laboring process. Just to add to that, you know, the uterus itself is a sphincter. The, the uterine opening is a sphincter, which is a muscle that's made to stay tight and stay closed. And only it, when the body is ready to deliver, does that sphincter relax totally. But when you are in a stressful state, like Dr. Jared was just talking about, where you are in a sympathetic, maybe there's fear, Maybe there's a little bit of anxiety. Maybe there's just everybody and their brother walking by in the hallway, seeing what's going on. Maybe you heard another woman screaming in pain in the room next door. All of those type of triggers are going to cause your body's cortisol levels and stress levels to increase, which then in turn causes that sphincter to not want to relax fully. And that's when we get into crazy situations where like, oh, you're not progressing. You're not dilating the way that you should. We need to now start adding unnatural hormones to your body like Pitocin or different things to help move this along. Well, then, when you start adding those hormones, the body isn't in control anymore, and it's being bombarded by Pitocin, and it starts pushing the baby out when that sphincter is still not ready to be relaxed. That's when we see tears. That's when we see uh, babies getting stuck. That's when we see lots of other emergency-type situations where then there's more likely to be a uh, need to then go into C-section, where in a more relaxed, calm environment, all three of my children, and I know both of Dr. Jared's children, were born at home during home births as well, where we had candles lit, we had worship music playing, we had calm, dim lighting, and it was the most peaceful, relaxing, best experience that you can imagine to bring a child into the world. And then also, I, I don't know about you, Dr. Jerry, but my wife did birth uh, a birthing tub, and so she was in a warm bath, and she was able to move and contort her body in any way that her body felt like it needed to move in order to get the child to come out. And all of her deliveries, I mean, it was like three or four pushes, and the baby was out. And it was simple. It was easy. It was, and all of them were without pain meds as well. Every, all of my wife's births were uh without any pain meds at all. And she would actually say that it was a great experience instead wow. of a lot of women saying like, oh, that was the most painful thing I've ever imagined <laughs> or most painful thing I would ever, <laughs> ever have experienced in my life. My wife would tell you that it was an amazing experience and she doesn't remember the pain at all. Wow. Yeah. Well, you do definitely forget it quickly, I will say. Um, and you do forget the um, aches and pains of pregnancy afterward as well. But it is something that Everybody should try to get through as best they can. Like you said, it's it's a beautiful thing uh, to be able to get through a pregnancy and feel positive about what you're doing and, uh, you know, how you're taking care of that baby and getting it ready to bring into the world. And it's good to know that there are options. You know, maybe people aren't being told that, you know, this is a plan that you can make to have your baby at home. 
Mm -hmm. know, that's that's something they could come and talk to you about. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And I think that if people were to just reach out and just talk about options, they might have a little bit more peace about having a baby at home um, and instead of in a hospital. And I think that their experience with that or talking to other people or maybe even friends that they have about having a home birth, uh, they're going to realize that it, it wasn't as scary or as frightening or as anxious that they might they might they might not uh, think that it was. Uh, we just had a, a family in our office just deliver at home literally last week. Wow! Um, and, and so great, healthy young uh, female, little little baby girl, um, and it's just it's fabulous to see. Um, how happy they were with that experience. And and they're at, I mean, they don't have to sit in a hospital, right? Waiting to get discharged or whatever it is. They're they're in the comfort of their own home. They get to enjoy baby time. And again, it's just a, it was an overall just well, well experience. This is a, she was a female that got chiropractic care through her whole, um, through a whole pregnancy. And she literally, I think she, um, she went into labor and then it was about three hours later, the baby was born. So she didn't, she only labored and pushed, I think for literally maybe an hour, not even so. It was very, very low as far as on the on the push scale and actually how much time she was in. But, you know, heavy labor, I'd say probably two and a half, three hours. So I you know, we've talked about that you do chiropractic care for babies and children and stuff. So after a woman gives birth, um, how soon should she be getting chiropractic care again? I think it really depends on the on the birthing process and mm-hmm. how well the birthing process went. Ultimately, my wife was adjusted probably within hours of, of both her deliveries to make sure that her pubic bone was set right, her, her hips and her pelvis were set right, because as that relax and leaves the body, if there's a misalignment in the pelvis, ultimately that, that mom is still going to have a lot more pain in her SI joints, her sacral area, and her low back, um, ultimately leading potential sciatic nerve pain, or even worse, there could be some other organ things that start to develop. So whether it's, uh, you know, different things that are going on with the uterus and being able to birth an afterbirth, whether it's um, problems with the digestive system, whether there's things going on with the bladder, there's, there's a lot of things that go on with the neurology down in the lower part of our back and into the lower part of our pelvis that really control not only the muscles or the sensory system, but also the the organs as well down there. So we have to really be aware and get those working and functional and ultimately aligned the best you possibly can before a lot of those hormones start to come out of the body and everything just kind of locks down like concrete again. And then we have ultimately a bigger issue. There's a lot of women, well, even I'm sure even possibly yourself, Amy, um, they'll say, yeah, after pregnancy, I, I started to have my hip pain or my low back pain. Mm-hmm. These are things that started after my pregnancy. And one of the reasons is that is because you you take quite a beating on your, pel- <laughs> yeah. on your pelvis as baby's exiting, right? That's got to contract. It's got to expand. It's got to shift. It's got to move. And so if those things don't come together properly, uh, it can be just a millimeter or two off. And we're going to start to see a lot of pelvis type problems or pelvis type issues in that, in that postpartum or that post-pregnancy um, type of error with that, with that female. I just want to expand on something really quick that you said. You mentioned the hormone relaxin. That's something that we should definitely talk about because that is a hormone that starts to be produced in the female body as the pregnancy starts to go on and then drastically produced as it gets close to the time of delivery. And relaxin is a hormone that literally relaxes all the ligaments in your body so that when it is time to deliver, that pelvis can expand uh, va- a lot more than it really should without this hormone and allows those ligaments to stretch to almost an unbelievable amount because if any if that relaxant wasn't in the body if those ligaments would stretch that far they would tear but because of this amazing hormone that was created in your body to allow you to be able to, for your pelvis to expand it allows those ligaments to stretch but here's the thing that relaxant just doesn't go to your pelvis it goes to multiple areas in the body so it goes to all the ligaments in your spine it goes to all the ligaments in your knees and your ankles and everything And this is a very big benefit of chiropractic care, especially as we get later into the pregnancy, uh, that relaxin starts to flow 
and discs and muscles and the vertebrae and the spine can start to shift out easier. You start to roll, you see more rolled ankles, you start to see more things like knees giving out because the the relaxant hormone is stretching and allowing those tendons to be more lax. But then as immediately after the baby's born, that hormone starts to leave the body. And just like Dr. Jared was talking about, if the those joints don't get put back in the proper position, when that hormone leaves the body, they're going to be almost set back in that position for a long time. And that's why uh, it's very, very important for females after they give birth to get adjusted and get their spine realigned, make sure their pelvis is properly aligned. My, I adjusted my wife within an hour of being of our children being born as well. I also adjusted our children within the first hour of their life as well because they take a beating going through mm-hmm. the birthing canal, and that's one of the most traumatic experiences for a little baby as well. And so making sure that especially with the atlas, the very, very top bone in the spine right beneath the skull, that bone has amazing amounts of pressure being put on it through the birthing process. And that is the most important one to make sure that it is in the proper position because that controls so much of um, the whole functioning of the body. The vagus nerve, the sympathetic, parasympathetic responses, all controlled by that very, very top bone in the spine called the atlas bone. So making sure that that one is properly aligned is critically important as well. Is there any other um, benefits throughout pregnancy of chiropractic that we didn't cover that you guys want to talk about? You know, one of the things that the biggest thing I see is is balancing hormones. And so, Mm. you know, how women will have certain cravings or they have certain mood changes and mood swings and very, um, very quickly they'll, they'll, they'll change from this happy, loving, awesome mother to this, I don't know what you want to call her type of person. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so there's, there's these, these drastic changes that can be actually probably avoided if the nervous system is able to function and ebb and flow and actually adapt to the environment, not only external environment, but your internal environment as well. That's ultimately what chiropractic is about. It's trying to help your internal environment adapt and, and relate to your external environment so we don't have those huge mood swings and we don't have those huge curves that we see going on. Chiropractic can also help with, again, just the overall, just those cravings or the ability to sleep better, the, the ability to get more you know uh, more comfortable. Those are all things that really the chiropractic does as far as for that woman going through pregnancy is just really helping her getting to a position where she stays healthy and stays well and continues to function normally like she's like she's designed to do yeah and trying to be comfortable is uh, a tough task sometimes I know like for myself because I'm so short I have such a short torso I mean it was just incredibly difficult to sleep and to get into any position for a long time like I said I had a kind of like a pinch sciatic nerve and all of that stuff and uh, so yeah having those adjustments keep you as healthy and comfortable as possible amen to that anything else guys no, if you have any questions and want to, if you are pregnant or expecting to get pregnant and want to ask us questions, you can give our office a call at any time. Number is 320-762-2055. You can uh, message us via, via Facebook at Achieve Wellness, or you can look us up at our website at AchieveMyWellness.com.